Thank you very much. Be seated. I want to thank the apostle of this place, Reverend Bishop Joseph Buedu, uh, for I am not fit for you to introduce me. Amen. I suppose to go ahead and introduce you. And I want to say thank you so much for this opportunity. Uh, and also thank my good friend, Pastor John. Uh, thank you very much for your friend and for how I like people who like spiritual things. My friendship is based on certain interests. Some people have friendship based on football. Because in Ghana, you don't know what is happening. You have people who are friends because of Chelsea. And the way they talk about football in England, some of them have never seen this place before, but they are crazy for the teams. I learned a lesson that if people can be crazy for football, why can't we be crazy for Jesus? Amen. So thank you very much. I do, I choose my friends. Uh, and I properly choose them based on certain interests. And Christ being the center of that interest. Amen. Pastor John, thank you very much. I want to thank uh, the great man, uh, Reverend Wally. I salute you. Uh, he's very bold to write certain type of books. Sometimes the books he writes, the whole hell will have to mashal against his life. But somebody must sacrifice for the world to move on. Hallelujah. I want to also thank all good friends that I have seen here. I want to thank all of you. Without you, what I'm going to do means nothing. Any preacher man that do not have congregation to preach to and preach to a chair Simply look, there's something wrong up there. So you make me make sense by standing here. If you're not there, I wouldn't make sense. Anybody who enters here, if God gave me a message and I stand here giving the message without anybody here and somebody enters here, he will simply, even though it's from God, the person will just conclude. Uh, he needs a psychiatric, somebody to work on him. So thank you so much. Uh, for making sense. I thank the leadership, uh, Enoch, and all. Uh, if I have to mention, my time will take, will go. So, I want to say thank you very much that I'm here with my uh, wife again, her voice. She taught me how to preach. This is a rock. I mean, what I can't say, she can say it for me. And 
what I cannot fight, she will fight it for me. I say thank you so much. Sister Wisha, I call her Sister Wisha because we are all from the same father. We're born again by the same spirit. So spiritually in heaven, when we go there, she will be my sister. Hallelujah. So I'm just practicing the, the heavenly <laughs> the heavenly thing. Hallelujah. So bless you. Uh, I don't want to hear your voice before. Praise the Lord. the Lord. It's a joy to be here again tonight, and I know God is ready to minister to all of us. Amen. Do you want me to sing? <laughs> Praise the Lord. As I said yesterday, our hearts are hungry for God, and we want to see God. May God meet us at our point of need. Like the woman at the well, I was seeking for things that could not satisfy. But then I heard my Savior speaking, draw from my world that never shall run dry. Like the woman at the world I was seeking for things that could not satisfy. But then I heard my Savior speaking, draw from my world that never shall run dry. Fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench the thirsting of my soul. Bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. Fill my cup. Fill it up and make me whole. Fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench the thirsting of my soul. Bread of heaven, feed me till I want. No more, fill my cup, fill it up, and make me whole. 
Fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench the thirsting of my soul. Bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. Fill my cup. Fill it up and make me whole. Fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench the thirsting of my soul. Bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. Fill my cup, fill it up, and make me whole. Oh Lord, fill our cup and feed us until we say we are okay. Tonight, I believe that God has something special for you. And as I assured you today, I believe that we need the most vital thing to, that can help us to fulfill our destiny. Anyone that fulfilled his destiny never did it without this. The Holy Spirit, the anointing of God upon their lives. God gives men work or certain mission or certain things to do. But in giving you a command, he also gives you a helper. There's no work of God done without the oil. I don't know, I told you here, there was a young boy, a small boy. Everybody thought he wasn't smart in his mind. And the mother wanted to test this child. And gave What's the name? A donut. We have some special donut from Ghana. It comes right from the oil. It comes out and took it and gave it to the child. I said, how many donuts do you have? said, one in my hand. Say, good. You're intelligent. So he took the donut from the hand. He said, after taking the donut, what is left in your hand? He said, the oil. He wanted to say one minus one, which is zero. But he didn't say it was zero. He said, the oil. And I learned a lesson from that. that you can take everything away from me, but the oil still remains. Let people take everything away from you. Never lose the oil. Because the oil will bring everything back. 
The man said, you are stupid. I said, no, he's not stupid. He's the most intelligent person here. You were taught one minus one is one, is zero. But yes, you took that one, but you didn't take all the oil. You put the donut with the oil in the hand. And when you took the donut, it was left with something in the hand. So you didn't take everything. So the donut man was everything. There's still oil in the hand. So he said the oil. So he answered it scientifically. Brethren, there is no work that has been done by God without the oil. But you cannot get the oil without a desire. Everything that you need from God, there should be a strong desire for it. Anything you don't desire, you don't get it. Anytime I see people who are ready and desiring for something, I know they will receive it. Revival don't come without, revi without desire for the revival. Anytime you feel people feel we need revival and it's a desire and a cry, God will pour down his spirit upon them. And tonight, I want you to be in a expectant position. And the Lord will fill you. I pray that the spirit of revelation will come upon you. Revelation is very important. It changes your life. You can be ordinary person. The moment something is revealed to you, you become a different person. You can look at Elisha's servant. When the great army surrounded them one early morning because Elisha was always revealing the secret of a military plan, what they were going to attack is uh, Samaria. So he would reveal the the secret. Then they decided to come and arrest Elisha early in the morning. Brought chariot, brought soldiers and armies, surrounded the city, ready to arrest him by night, by in early in the morning. His servant was the first person to come out. He saw the enemy. I saw the enemy. I'm not saying that you will see. You will see them. If the natural eye sees something and is greater than that person, fear comes. So the natural in that he, he, fear came to him. He went, rushed into the room to tell the master that we are in trouble. We've been overtaken by the enemy. The master just stretched himself. And do you know what he said? He said, and when the servant of the man of God arose and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And this servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? Anytime you hear anybody say, Alas, it means that there's trouble. Alas, it means that this one is beyond human being. 
And when the seven other, and then the verse 16 says that. So he answered, what did he say? Do not fear. Tell someone, do not fear. Sometimes fear decides to come. You don't need to invite him. But he comes. Do not fear. Do not fear. For those who are with us are more than those who are with them. The servant was surprised. You're lying in a room. You haven't seen those who are against us. And you are talking some fifth talk. Go out and see the reality. He was operating a revelational knowledge. And the servant was operating on the natural knowledge. So the only way he could change the servant's perception is for the servant to come to the level of the spiritual. And Elisha prayed. And it's a prayer that opens eyes. If there's any prayer anybody want, or one of you have to pray, pray that your eyes will open. He said, prophet, am I blind? No, you are not blind, but you are blind. Spiritual blindness is more painful than natural blindness. He prayed that open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man. And what happened? He saw. He saw. He saw. And behold, the mountain was full of what? Horses and what? Chariot of fire all around Elijah. The first time, what did he see on the mountain? What? He saw the enemies. With the natural eyes, he saw the enemies. But the second look in the spiritual realm, he saw bodyguards. He saw the best well-trained, heavily trained soldiers all around them with the best ammunition. Oh my God. Then the seventh situation didn't change. The situation changed. Did, was the soldiers not there, the chariot not there? What he saw before he went, was it not there? But what changes the, the gentleman? The sight. Instead of fear, faith. When revelation comes, it produces faith. And when faith comes, you please God. Brethren, tonight I want you to desire 
Elisha whole desire was not the property of Elijah. It was not what Elijah acquired in life. A house, a car, a building, business. No. His desire was what made Elijah do certain things. The anointing. But that anointing is not acquired just by people just sitting down and say, oh, anointing. You need to defy certain things. Move beyond certain things before you take that anointing. People who took the anointing desire it. In fact, what I desire in this world so much is the anointing. And what I'll be proud of is the anointing. Look, I've been telling my wife that, look, whatever you take away from me, I, don't, I, I wouldn't care, but when you take my anointing, David said, take on the Holy Spirit from me. You can take everything but the Holy Spirit. I want it to be with me. No matter where I am. But with him, I'll be able to do much. Jesus said, do not go and preach. Wait until the Holy Spirit comes upon you. The Holy Spirit carries grace to fulfill what God has called you to do. And it makes sense when you walk in that grace, it makes sense very easy for you. I'm a witness. I remember there was a situation some time ago with our church. And one of our churches, we decided to make churches and Kumasi, one of a place, the second biggest city in Ghana, decided to uh, uh, and there was some breakaway. And that was the first time the church was tasting that. We haven't Seen breakaway in life before. And it was a very, it's not a little fly that is breaking away, but one of the pillars who just had influence. I remember we sat down. All the pastors sat down and people were bringing, this is a bad example, let's gather our, I mean, go and crush that rebellion and <laughs> Oh, you see many things coming out. <laughs> Let's go and crash it down so that people will not learn how to. So we talked talk to everybody brought this uh, uh, council. So my, our general assistant, okay, I said, let's wait a little and let's pray. Don't let us react. After we went home, I felt there was an anointing on me to solve that problem. And God anointing does not destroy his church. The moment I got there, God says, the people in, those ch in that church 
belongs to me. Your action and your inaction can make some of them go to hell. So, we should give, leave them and let pray for that church because they are my people. So, I went to my, my boss, our general overseer, our bishop, and said, I, I want to go to that place to solve the problem. But this is how I'm going to solve it. I, I, do you want a church in that place? Say yes. Then let that one die from your heart. Or plant a new one. Because there are many unbelievers in that place. Why should we fight over the property of God? So give me the chance. I will go there. I will start something. So with the permission of my wife, we started. And we used to go together. And the first time I went there, I went to all the pastors there. There were about five, four pastors. I went to them one after the other, telling them we are not here to come and fight. Because they had we're coming there. You know, anytime you plant, somebody releases uh, uh, the info because we are all pastors, so we have friends. So they said, they said, you are coming to listen. So they were in defensive, uh, ready to combat us. And I told him, don't even take legal. Listen, leave it. So I went to them one by one. And I told them that I am coming there to start a new work. These are God's people. I pray. And the man of God said that he gives you your blessing. His blessing. So take everything, we'll transfer everything legally into your new name for you. They were disarmed. So when we finished, we transferred the accounts, everything we never took it to, everything was given to them. Then we started to one. We didn't have a place of meeting, but decided to start in a in a tent with around twelve people. And we started. And I was with me that I was coming there. I see some people came. And I didn't want the old, oldism. I wanted them to go, those who are old, to go back to where they are. I want fresh people that you can, you can work with. By three weeks' time, the place was full. I don't know. I haven't stayed in that city before. Within three months, Six months, that church has grown almost one and a half the size of the old one. That is grace. It is when God put the oil and sent you. I didn't.
preach about that church. I never mentioned it once. I didn't want to hear anything about anybody from that church. Except Christ and him crucified. We preached Jesus. The Holy Spirit moved. And it was fantastic. By the time I left there, what the old church have lost, we have bought almost better, newer, and the access of that new church within the six months was more than the ten years or the, 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 the five years church or six years church that had been was established. So I went and called my general. He didn't know how it looked like. The day he saw the crowd, I said, how did you do it? I said, the oil. <laughs> if God's oil begins to guide us and lead us, you are always at peace. The oil. And the day I handed over, I said, I'm not going to go to that church for some years so that none of them will look to me as their pastor. I don't want anybody to refer to me. I was just a servant who was sent to go and work. I have finished and I'm going to another place to go and work. Brethren, we need that oil oil will not let you do skirmish. You don't need that. The oil. The oil. Pastor Joseph was the one who went and broke my uh, when we were going to build uh, our place. The oil guide and direct. He was the one that, who dedicated the ground. And he can bear me witness. When we're moving there, people were afraid for me. You know, sometimes you are doing something and friends are afraid for you. But when revelation comes, you don't see with natural eyes. My wife even asked me, will the people come? Because normally it goes against church growth uh, theory. I was moving against all the theories of church growth. But when you hear from God, all theories subject themselves under the voice of God. God's grace, we've done something small. By his grace. It has become a standard, a little standard for some few churches in Ghana. And people sometimes can say, show me the, uh, the strategy. I say, my strategy is Jesus Christ. The Holy Ghost, the anointing. 
Go and seek the Holy Ghost. And you give that strategy is the Holy Ghost, the anointing. When the anointing comes upon you, the work that takes 100 years will take five years, one year. Today, God's divine oil is coming upon you. I told you that I am here. This is a great teacher. I'm not going to teach here. I'm only going to do impartation so that he can do the teaching. I am going to impart and anoint you as the grace of God comes upon me. And never have I anointed people and their life never been the same. When people can say, look at me, I don't have any strategy. The strategy is this. Come, let him place and you go. I believe that many of you have great destiny and you must get your destiny. I will soon begin to anoint. He said, I have anointed my head with oil and because of that my cup runs over. With one sign, God can do many things. But you need to desire. You need to desire. And desire. Desire and continue to be filled. I am not a man who is eloquent. But I am a man who desires the spirit. Sometimes I don't need many words to argue. So when we sit down, people are arguing. This is a theological listen. This will bring theology and this will bring theology. It's good. It's good. I, I enjoy listening to people arguing over the same Christian, arguing over the same word. At the end, they confuse themselves and confuse everybody around. <laughs> One oil Sign of the Holy Ghost. Subject their theology under what you see. Because they see the reality of what they are trying to explain. And they see the physical manifestation of that with me. I won't talk much, but you see the works. And when you see the works, for instance, if a cripple gets work, if you pray for a cripple and works, the theology of how healing does and people are arguing when it happens, it might be like this, like this. It, it ceases because they've seen the thing. <laughs> I believe that each one of us need the oil. God has a purpose for you and the one who have called us also must has given us what it takes to accomplish what he called us to do. But the anointing is directional. It is to fulfill a certain purpose. And I pray that you will know what purpose that is to fulfill. Oh, prophet, how can I know? 
what God wants me to do. Start from the noon. I said, do what? People can say, well, what can I do? I said, anything you don't have passion for, it's not the way you are going to go. Every call of God, when he called you, it goes a certain kind of passion. So if you don't know your calling and you know your passion, you will be able to trace your calling because of your passion. So now there are certain things people might be preaching that certain things doesn't kick you. But one person says something, and anytime that thing is said, there's something that stirs up within you. Pick that thing. Pray over that particular situation. Continue to pray on it. God is calling you in that direction. I'm giving you free advice. I used to have, I wanted to become a medical doctor. That had been my desire. And I told you, I don't know whether I said it here before. One, I have passion for the sick. Two, I wanted to use it to punish an uncle. <laughs> Some wicked uncle. For me, I think if this uncle come out, give him the most the injection that will make him feel that he's been injected. Because I, I, I wanted to do that. But as time went on, God directed my path. Secondly, I wanted to take science. But unfortunately, the school I got was a business school. The closest science we did was general science. And that will not take you to medical school. But it was all God's way. Where people will not find God, that is where I found God. In fact, Christianity in Ghana is from the other south. In the north, it's difficult to find Christianity. But that was where I got my Holy Ghost baptism in the desert, in the north. God took me there, created hunger in me. Later, I saw that that's the reason why. Why, if I wanted to go to second uh, in uh, medical school, I would have been pushed to the south. But God blocked me. And my father died earlier. And those who sat down in the village, they did, they sat down, they did everything, and I was to go to school. The family members sat down and they contributed. The contribution they got 
was a one way bus fare to where you are going. You can't come back. And I remember even that one-way bus fares, it wasn't able to pay a full bus fare. So I was in the bus. And when you're getting to the end of the journey, that's where they collect the money. So when they got there, they were trying to take there. The, there was there's somebody who takes conductor, which is called a mate. He takes the money. I was taking there. He asked, I put all the money I had in this. I said, it's not enough. I said, look, whether you cry, you fight me or not, this is what? <laughs> you don't need to fight. You don't need to cry. You don't need to do anything because if you do anything, nothing, you can't get anything. This is what I have. And that's where I left it. But God was guiding me. I was a very shy person and still very shy until I received the Holy Ghost baptism. The day I received Christ and I received the Holy Ghost baptism, people didn't think I was the one. People thought there was something wrong with my head, my brain, because a very shy guy who can approach you and tell you, do you know Jesus? First, when I'm coming and I see about three, four people here, I'm shy, I can't pass, I'll go round. But with the Holy Spirit, I could walk and I feel these people, if I don't tell them, they will go to hell. I remember one person I spoke to he looked at me. He said, you know my religion. I said, the word of God doesn't talk about religion. It talks about you going to hell. I'm talking to you as an individual. As a person, as a soul. The guy said, what? You know where I am going to be. I'm here. I've learned all this. I can recite all this. I've been to this place. I've traveled and I've come. This is my name. I said, okay. So is it. Later, the guy became a Christian. He said, I asked him a question. That when you die, are you sure you go to heaven? He said, that thing started haunting him. He would sleep and it would tell him. He goes and he's praying and it will tell him. He put his forehead down and up, it will tell him. As if somebody's speaking to him. Eventually, it's called Sule. He became, at the other assembly of God, one of these, he became a pastor. He said he couldn't hold it. His family rejected him, but he said, I will go the day he received Christ. He knew that he was going to heaven. Brethren, we have some power behind us. As 
said, I was going to pray for somebody yesterday. Did I say so? I'm missing the certain date. 14th May. Is it personal wrong? 14th May. The 14th May. I want to start with that. If not, the man birthday, I pray for. There's a child crying. I pray for a certain child. I pray for you. This child crying. I pray for a certain child called Hannah. He's, he's born this year. Twenty ninth April. You've forgotten. Go and check. <laughs> Go and check. We know we men. We 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 don't know even our birthday. So, <laughs> are you sure? Are you sure? That's sure. that life will be preserved. The enemy tried different ways, but he has failed. But destinies, when I heard the cry of this baby, I saw destinies being released. That's your birthday to me. Today. Pastor, come here. This gentleman, I'm praying for your future. If I couldn't pronounce the second name, Bowen. But I met, I saw this man lay his hands. Who's got you? As if you've got the same name. JB. J. Joseph. Joseph. Pastor Joseph. Release some anointing on this gentleman. I'm coming to you. I thank God. I'm just showing a sign.
preservation for the covering upon the life of this child. Not only this child, but all children that are here. As I hear the cry of that child there, I feel there is some destinies that are going to be released. There are some who are going to be released to do great work. Lady, I'm going to start the anointing very soon. I'm here to pronounce the divine hand of the Lord, divine favor of the Lord upon you. I see total darkness being removed. And I see thy feet being strengthened. I see that you need the help of God in a certain area of your life. I pronounce Holy Spirit fill this woman I want to sing this song. Bow down and worship him. Can we sing it? Oh, worship him. Bow down and where Worshipping, oh, worshipping, Badam and worshipping, worshipping, oh, worshipping. Bow down and worship Worship Oh, worship Worship him. Me fire, sweet perfume. Fill.
dices yo le dices holy ground I know the warfare and I know the future of this one. As if you were trying to run to get to a place. There is a place prepared for this gentleman. Let me see. Nunya. Is it Nunya? Nunya. You were trying to run as if a race that is set before thee and a future that the enemy wants to distort because you have a great future. You will feel like giving up, but this prophetic way shall strengthen you and strengthen your feet to fulfill. A revelation is coming to you. And thou shalt see things differently. And your speed shall increase. And nothing can stop thee. And this shall be your portion. So shall it be. I have a son. Called Kwabana. And have a son-in-law called Asari. I have a desire to pray for you. Kwabana. Sari. I'm going to pray for you. Your time. You are afraid. Don't be afraid. For this warfare is of the Lord. If you can trust God, he will see you through. I lay my hands. Release your unction, your favor. You have said, God strengthen me. Today, I place this oil upon you. For man, you did not know I will call you. God, so you want to pray for me too? Yes. It should be another person. It's you. You shall walk with the Lord. 
and your desire shall be strong in serving him. And whatever you desire, the Lord shall use you to change your world. You're a world changer, but you don't know today. He said, you don't know me. Yes, I don't know you, but God knows you. This is not my nature. Yes, it might not be your nature, but the nature of Christ is different from your nature. Go and change the world. Today, anoint you. He said, what do you have to tell me, prophet? Thank you. Worshiping. Oh, yeah. Bow down and worship. Do that. He will change your life. He will turn your struggle to victory. You've been trying to serve him. You've been desiring to serve the Lord. But there is another force trying to pull you. He said, God, hold me. He's head from heaven. He will bring help to you. Don't give up on the way. Be strengthened. He's, he'll call you my beloved. For I will guide you. I will lead you. Be strong and move for I will be with you. Dedicate your life to me and I will show you my glory and I will use you to bring other people to me. Says the Lord. Hallelujah. Run and so shall it be. Did I call? I called you. That's gentleman. Thank you, Jesus. As if I'm in Kenya. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm preaching here. Why am I in Kenya? Do you have church in Kenya? Someone will come from that place, from one of the ch your church. And I see some anointing that will rest upon that person. And God will choose him. You will see the fruit and recognize it. And he will be planting churches all over. Because the oil will be upon him. What you are not able to do, he will be able to do it there, says the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my son, What do you want?
You want the oil? So here oil. Stand here. I see myself pouring oil on a rock. And the rock that rock that rock who is Mr. Rock? The son of rock. Who is that? So, Russian. Thank you, Jesus. This oil shall be a favor and thou shall. I say, I say, I say, you are taking all the anointing. Shipping bow down and worship, worship him. Oh, worshiping bow down. You see, Pastor Joseph. He is a link to one of your pastors in Kenya. What's the name? Ramzan. Oh, who? Ramsey. He's a pastor in Kenya. Oh, bow down and worship him. Worshiping, oh, worshiping, Adam and worship. Oh, worshiping, in Worship Oh, worship Lada and worship Worship Oh, worship
ground. This is holy ground. This is holy ground. This is holy ground. This is holy ground. You want me to pray for you? You want me to pray for you? <laughs> oh, worshiping that I worship thee. Oh, worshiping. It's your time. It's your time. And worship thee. Worship thee. Oh, worship thee. Wonder and worship thee. Worship thee. I see God restoring restoration I see new strength coming into people as if somebody was walking on that journey trying to find his way and there was no way. But as he trusted the Lord, where there was no way, God made a way for him. And secondly, the person got to the destination where he ought to go. At the point where standing there, I cannot get there. But the Lord said, you can get there. And I believe that many here that seems to be trapped and that seems not to be able to find their way to where they ought to get there. God is bringing strength and honor to them. I will anoint people. I will pray for the sick. Within some few seconds, I don't take time. I just believe God and do exactly what God wants me to do. And I leave the rest to God. Thank you, Jesus. Worshiping the Lord, you ask me. Worshiping. Oh, worshiping.
worshiping. Oh, worshiping. Lady, you will run and not be afraid. For the arm of the Lord shall be upon you. And the favor of the Lord shall be upon you. We anoint everybody because of my time. I wish I could. Uh, if I finish and there's enough time, I will do some other things. I feel the Holy Spirit. It's going to come upon, upon some people. I feel the spirit of the Lord, an anointing falling upon some people mightily. And I should worship him, but I want to anoint you. I want to anoint them first. Prophetically, as if I should please the prophetic mantle upon you for you to rise up to a second, a certain level of your prophetic calling. I am sound from today. As if I'm in Iran. As if I am in Iran. But I will pray as they come, I will know the person. Thank you, Jesus. Release Johnson. Your favor. Oh, worshiping. Oh, worshiping. Have I prayed for you? Sure. Worship Oh, Pastor Joseph, pray for this child. She'll be used one day by God to reach out to the people that nobody can reach up to. For may God preserve this life. I see great future in this child. I see upliftment in this child. 
This is the child I'm looking for. Gambes Kiba, whose daughter is that? Is that her daughter? Is that your daughter? This is a proper child. This child has a great future. Pray for this child, for her life, because she will be a great woman. Thank you, Jesus. Woman, understand. God, the Lord will preserve you. I know the warfare. I know the enemies that want to take your life. But I will preserve you and I will keep you. God bless you. I will turn your life around and I will heal you so that you can know that I am the Lord thy God. So this shall be your portion and this is me. Hold my hand. May you be anointed to fulfill the grace of life. May you be anointed to walk and the corridors of power. May you be anointed to meet people that never, never, people who this man will not be able to meet. Yes, may you be anointed to speak in a language which he cannot speak. May you be anointed to fulfill your destiny which Jehovah God has given you. May you be anointed that you will stand in the gap and cry, and God will hear your people, says the Lord. May you be the place and stand in a place of intercession, and as you pray, the Lord, he said, how can the Lord break through this hard ground, says the Lord. I am the Lord thy God. Is there anything too hard for me? No. What people do not regard, I can take it. With my finger, I can break what looks strong. Go and ask Nebuchadnezzar. Go and ask the kingdom that stood before. Go and ask kingdom which they think God cannot penetrate through. Go and ask within a second, God could enter and turn things around. I speak, may your life be preserved and keep you. The same way, woman, bless the child. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For their desire. For the spiritual things today. Shall be fulfilled. God said I should release. Because of the expectation. Which is within you. As if there's an expectation. I could feel the spirit of this man. Megrasiba. Mba gracia. Megra. Mandu gracige. Megrasiba. Zalang grasi brong. Grasagarang. Grasia. So. Today. You've been anointed. To fulfill. To fulfill, to fulfill, 
I pronounce this oil upon you. And it shall be said, Kinsley have never walked with the Lord for nothing. And thou shalt see the fruit. Is it Mariam? Is it Mar Mario? Marit? Maris? Taki? Magra? Sigrekia Magua? Zilegrisiba Ata? Tabra Dushi Bioka? These hands have been anointed. Go. Go and fulfill your mandate. Strength and honor are left to you. For yes, where there is no hope, I'm going to bring hope. And so shall. For I see a new fire burning in this church. I see fresh oil and fresh fire and men and women in fire, on fire for the Lord. And nothing could stop those people. The hour and the time is coming. The weak shall become strong and they shall be the favor of the Lord upon you. So shall it be. Maria Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes. Oh, worship be Receive this. Receive this oil. To be half a lot of things that you want to do and that you get confused. The Lord is going to make it single for you. Don't get worried. This anointing will bring a strong burden concerning one particular thing. I don't say jump into it right now, but it will be a signal of where you'll be going in the future. Whether ministry or any other things, when it's strong, remember, I have prophesied on you, and that's the direction. I'll finish, I'll just do it quick. For one day, he will be a tool to be used by God. Where you came from, God is going to use you as a tool. A great tool. One day. Where was your church? You have some church up there. Yes. Yeah. There was some church that was outside London. Scotland. Manchester. Yeah, I pray for that. When I saw him, I saw him as if many people were gathered around him. And his nature the spirit of the Lord came upon him and his nature changed. And he said, is that that, bar, that guy? It's B. The name is B. 
Joel B. Something. What is marriage? I pray. You're going to be used. Don't be afraid. And the desire of the Lord. For yes, you will feel like being pulled away. And as if some friends, some people will be trying to pull you to some other angle. But remember, I have spoken to you that God has a mission for you. Go and fulfill it. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, worshiping. Because your desire, because your desire, I place my hand upon you. Oh God, may your life become like Andrew. May your life become like the Bible, Andrew. In the Fresh oil shall be upon your life. For the Lord has a plan for your life. Three years, there shall be a challenge. To this prophetic word. And you will feel like quitting. But remember that this word is going to hold you. And keep you to your destination. If you are able to stand by this word. That the Lord says he will strengthen me. And you go through. Things shall begin to change in a certain way. And you shall never regret to become, becoming a Christian. Unto. For thou shalt bring many to me. After that, says the Lord. Your service is that the ushers, I pray that God will reward you. I release your unction upon this woman. Oh, yes. Oh, it's me. When I call that little boy, you know, when I came, I prayed for two people. One was born in May and one was born in April. I, that little boy, 
that labor, when, when which which date was it? What's the date? Is twenty ninth or what? April. So today I place grace upon you. I, while I was praying, you came into my heart. I said, how? I said, grace, ability to fulfill God's function and what God has called you for. I know you were also born in April. I know. Except you've changed your birth date. And the grace is the f- number five. Grace. I was there when you were born. He said, Prophet, where did you see me? Yes, I was there with you. God separated you that day. You were not meant to live. But God preserved you for this. So shall it be. From today, you will be another man. This grace shall follow thee. And so shall it be. This is the 5th April Fifth, the fifth of April. Whatever your natural strength is not able, the spiritual strength will break through. Go. Release. Who is this woman? Be your helper. You play a role in my kingdom. For yes, I called you. You did not know I called you. Throw away many things and begin to move. For yes, you are a chosen person. Is that a prophet? Don't say many things about this. Yes, I am going to say, I release your unction. And I see myself laying my hands upon you. And I see myself holding your hand and directing you and say, pass here and pass here and pass here. So shall the Lord do to you. Then whenever you come to a point and you don't know what to do, the Lord will grant you the wisdom, the understanding to do it. Go, and you will see the difference. I will just do it very quick. I'll finish just now. Don't worry. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Oi, Bishop. 
sometimes difficult to lay hands on men of God. That's the most difficult thing for me. But not just because I am greater than them, but just because God wants to anoint them. And that's what we were doing. I humbly, oh God, just use my hand to anoint this man and turn his life. Oh man. Oh man. Who have fought beasts. As if a man who have fought battle and tired. And the Lord has come and said, Drink. For I see the man who guards, and I see a dragon that used its tail to scatter today. He waged a war because of what is in you and what you can do. But you have won. My son, my son, don't let the past defeat you. Look into the future, for I have prepared a better and greater works for you. There are many things embedded in you. If the enemy could, he could have killed you a long time. He tried, but he failed. Because I have a purpose for you. That purpose is the reason why you are alive. And you will fulfill that purpose. For indeed. I will hold your hands. And I will bring you to the corridor of power. I will set you before kings. And that shall be a portion. For a grace upon you will open doors for you before kings. There's a grace upon you you might not know. That will pick you and will always open a door for you before corridors of power. That everywhere you enter, God will open a door for you. This shall be your portion. For yes, it's only not going to be there but I'm going to make you an influential person. Say, prophet, how? For thy word shall strengthen the king and shall bolden the king. And I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm just praying for you that God will open those doors. Say the Lord. Amen. Son. Bless you, sir. This is holy ground. I have been here. I'm going to close. So why are you going to, why did you just leave everybody? You came out, just pull me. Yes, I pulled you for a purpose. Don't be afraid. There's a last person I'm supposed to pray for. It's called Adiola. After I finish with you then. Is she the one? Yes. Okay. 
So I'm going to use you to end. Anointing found you there. You didn't know that I will call you. You didn't know that I'll pray for you. You thought we have clothes. So you just whining out to go. But the anointing found you. Today, I prophesy. What did you want? What do you want? Anytime I ask someone, what do you want? Take it. You can tap faith into it. I remember I was ministering and I called a woman. That woman had been declared she will never give birth. And I asked her, what do you want? She said, a child. She was saying, before she could see her, somebody said a child. The person was also looking seriously for one. They're around 40 something years. They've been married for many years. That woman got pregnant first. The one who was, I didn't pray for. Before the one who hesitated. I believe God can do miracles. I remember a lady that came to me. She had a tumor. Tumor of the brain. The size of the tumor was so great. Because of the tumor, the eyes, she became blind. She took her to our main top hospital, looked at that tumor, the size. The doctors were afraid. They said, you have some few days, few months to live. But how be it? Let them try here. We can't do that operation. Even if you go to, they were supposed to send it to India, refer it to India. Say even when you go there, uh, it's advanced. And as I laid my hand, the Lord spoke that this woman's eyes shall be restored. I said, ah, you're talking about tumor and you are asking me that the eye will see. I pray for tumor to go and not the eye to see. They manage to try. So when they went to India and they saw the tumor, the doctors scream. Doctors who are afraid. And the one full said, don't be afraid. This woman shall make it. They said, we'll try something. As I'm talking, many years now, the eye was restored back before even. The woman in perfect condition. The tumor never grown again. 
Now, when the doctors get any serious, they refer. This is the final reference. For our Jehovah God. He's not only the God of the history. He's also the God of the now. You can go and ask. The woman is still at church. Her report and scan and everything is there. Lady, what do you want? Second time. I know you want healing. Put your hand there. Father, I pray for this total healing. For this divine healing. You've never failed before. So shall you not fail. Let it be in Jesus' name. Amen. And I pray for everyone here. I pray for divine covering over everyone that is in this room. I pray, oh God, reveal yourself to them according to their need. Reveal those who are sick, reveal yourself to them as their healer. Those who are in need, reveal yourself to them as the one that provides. Oh God, I pronounce the blessing of God in this place. For I prophesied that in a time of dryness, the Lord will cause his rain to fall upon your land. I prophesy that what God has planted, that nothing can kill it. Systems may try, but the more the system fight against it, the more it will grow from grace to grace. The more they afflict the church, the more they will increase like the children of Israel. When it's the affliction increase, know that your time of deliverance is now. For this shall be your portion. The church can never die. And it will never die. For the church that is built upon that rock, no matter what surrounds it, there is life in it. It shall rise up and rise up until it fills the whole earth. Says the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen and amen.